The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Know the difference. Now, the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. One team, one plan, one fee. That's how we roll. And we are going to roll for 60 minutes on this show. It's Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. Good stuff on the way in the next hour. Hear the difference. We often say, know the difference. Hear the difference is when a client will share their Annex experience. That's on the way. Ask Annex with great questions. One of my favorites might not even be a question, is, is just a comment. And somebody's commenting about life after retirement. Gray Divorce, got an update on that from Deanne Phillips. Stick around for that. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky is our Chief Investment Officer. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Danny. Dave Spano, our President and CEO. Welcome to you. Yeah, thank you, Danny. And folks, uh, we had another great week. Lots of green on Friday afternoon. And Derek, since this rally has started, we've been up significantly. And all I would say is, Who'd have thunk? Right. We're up about 12% from the lows we made just a month ago. I will point out that fear and greed index, which was below 20 at that time, is now approaching the August highs at 61. So clearly a lot of improvement in, in terms of sentiment and price appreciation. And that's despite the fact that we still expect the Fed to hike the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points next week. Yeah, we did see a PCE report on Friday morning. And PCE is personal consumption expenditures. And it's really the favorite number of the Fed. They look at that and that number uh, came in at 6.1% on an annualized basis. And, you know, they want to get that number down. Of course, the core rate up 5.1%. That's the third straight raise in the core rate. So it's not really cooling, which, as you said, Derek, really means that we're going to have a 75 basis point hike here in the first week of November, right before the election, and likely one after that. So we'll have to watch what they say after the report. But, of course, it is not cooling because a big part of what's continues to go up is the wage reports. And we saw a wage report that came out Friday morning, which showed that earnings continue to go up. They do, but they are going up at a slower pace, which is something that Chairman Powell mentioned that he was going to track, because one of the things they're trying to do is curb demand, which is leading to inflation. And as you see wage growth start to dissipate a little bit and quit rates start to dissipate a little bit, that will give the Fed the opportunity to perhaps uh, raise rates at a much slower pace going forward, which is something we also expect to hear about uh, next week as well. And so we see the PCE report going up. We saw U.S. wages went up as well. About, and they went up four-tenths uh, in personal income. But, of course, spending went up six-tenths, which leads me to the idea that we continue to grow. The GDP report, which came out at 2.6%, we found it very interesting because a big chunk of that 26 came from a falling trade deficit. Right. We had substantial exports o- overseas, so that's what, what led to most of the increase. When you actually look at domestic purchasers, though, which is really a better measure of underlying economic demand, it only increased at a 0.1% rate. So perversely, while we did see a positive number this time versus two negative reports, 
in the past two quarters. Uh, the economy actually is a little bit softer than it was then when people were concerned that we were in a recession. Right. As we go into 2023, all signs are pointing to a dramatic slowdown in 2023. But of course, folks, the markets look ahead two, three, four quarters and sometimes years out. And that's why we're watching these earnings reports that are starting to come out. We saw some blowout reports from energy companies and not so good out of tech. Right. We the Most of the FANG stocks have actually missed expectations. Amazon um, lowered guidance for the fourth quarter. Very poor result there. We heard horrible results from Meta, the formerly known as Facebook. Apple, however, did beat on earnings and revenues. And also, you know, their iPhone sales were a little bit light, but they attributed that to supply chain constraints. So Apple, the biggest market cap company in the NASDAQ and the S&P 500, was up sharply on Friday. And you did uh, call everyone's attention to that over the last couple of weeks, saying that there is an overweight to those tech companies in the S&P 500. So if there's a correction, it could pull down the index while the underlying performance of other stocks are doing better. Right. We've noted that equal weighted indexes are vastly outperforming market cap weighted index. We've also talked about how, you know, in our portfolios, we've been tilted towards smaller cap stocks because we believe, A, they don't get affected by the dollar strength trying to sell things overseas, and B, they're pure plays and more nimble. So to the degree that you're buying small cap companies that make money, it makes a lot of sense to us that they should continue to outperform the S&P 500. Derek Krelsky, Chief Investment Officer at Annex Wealth Management. Dave Spano is our President and CEO. We got them for the whole hour. If we can help for investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, we do it using the power of the Annex Wealth Management team. You've heard lots of those teammates over the years here on this radio show. Head to our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. We can review available on demand this weekend on the Annex Wealth Management YouTube channel, in the Axiom, and on Spotify at the top of the hour. Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, October 30th. Going to be right back, 92.5 Fox News. Someone asks how you are. Most of the time, it's good. So how's your money, your investments, your retirement plans? Given everything going on, good might not be the answer. It's time for Annex Wealth Management. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Annex will build a plan that addresses your financial, retirement, tax, and estate planning. Annex Wealth Management can change the conversation. We don't want you to answer, good. We want you to feel the confidence of saying, great. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. AnnexWealth.com. We're back. Derek Felsky, our chief investment officer in the studio. Dave Spano is our president and CEO. You know, Derek, I just can't imagine that you would wear these disco clothes and and disco pants and disco shoes. But uh, I think back to 1976, and a lot of the disco music was going very well. And, of course, the Wings were just out, Paul McCartney, Silly Little Love Song. What else was happening in 1976? Well, I graduated from high school that year, actually. But what also happened in 1976 is we had a very strong rally in in the stock market. And this month has actually eclipsed that. This is the best month for stocks since 1976. So really a dramatic rebound. Another thing that is interesting always about October is that's when mutual funds have to realize gains and losses for their tax purposes. So there was probably a fair amount of uh, loss taking throughout the month of October, which may explain why we closed the, the month so strong that a lot of these beaten down stocks just simply are bouncing. And so, you know, we talk about sectors a lot. And of course, you mentioned in the last segment that we're seeing a lot of rotation out of technology. And of course, the big name stocks overweight the indices by a dramatic portion. But the sector that is the most underrepresented is energy. And in fact, you 
told me something the other day that there's one ETF that buys emerging tech companies that has a market cap greater than the entire energy sector. Right. The market cap of Apple is greater than the, the market cap of all the energy stocks in the S&P 500 combined. And the other thing that's amazing to me is right now you have 90 analyst buys on Google and, and Facebook, both of which had pretty lousy quarters. You had only 31 buys on Chevron and ExxonMobil, the two largest components of XLE, the, the energy spider. So again, an under-owned area, something that ESG people scoff at, but has certainly performed extremely well so far in 2022. And not just those two mammoth names, but there's a whole lot of other energy stocks that are having really, really good performance. We certainly highlighted those sectors, but those things are going to continue to go as we look into the rest of the year. But it brings me back to this GDP report as well well, that there is an underperformance of energy in this country. And of course, there is a release of the SPR, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, and that did help some of the exports to help the falling trade deficit. So it's going to continue to happen, folks. And it looks like energy is, continues to be in a good sector, despite the fact that it's underweighted. But the rest of the earnings season that we've seen so far has been pretty good on balance. Yeah, I think it's basically been better than fear, just like last quarter. Right now, 253 of the companies in the S&P 5 500 have reported. 70% of them have beaten on earnings. 66 have beaten on revenues, with the average sales beat 1.15%, which is not quite the beat rates we've seen in the past several quarters. So things are getting a little bit more difficult as you know as the economy slows and companies are forced to take means to address uh, slowing demand. The other thing I want to point out, pending home sales came out on Friday. It was down 10% in September and 31% on a year-on-year basis. So clearly these higher mortgage rates and the lack of housing affordability are having an effect. And a lot of the numbers that we're seeing this quarter were as of the end of September. October certainly wasn't as strong a month as September, and that would perhaps cause one to revisit what, what it looks like for earnings estimates in the fourth quarter. And so you talk about you know these prices coming down, you're talking about a slowing PCE. They could mean that the Fed's actions are really starting to kick in. Now, we all know that they have a lagging effect, but it certainly appears by the middle of next year that these dramatic and significant rate raises will certainly have an effect on the economy. And and historically, the Fed hasn't stopped raising the Fed funds rate until it was higher than the CPI. And the last CPI was 8%. If the Fed raises rates 75 basis points, that gets us around four. So there's still a gap. And the, the hope is that while the Fed funds rate may increase in the next couple of months a little bit, that that CPI number will start to get more towards the five level. So if all of this makes sense to you and you're, you're not on the same page with some of these sectors, some of these overweighting, some of these portfolio allocations, we invite you to go to our site, sign up. You can get your appointment right online and come in and go through this process. And not only do we do a portfolio review and an assessment of what you have, but we give you a framework for a financial plan. The financial plan is the roadmap. Nicely said. Dave Spano, President and CEO, Derek Felsky, we got them for the rest of the hour. Website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Where are you on your retirement journey? In your 40s, 50s, 60s? Maybe you're already retired. We meet you where you're at. More about that next on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Inflation isn't going away anytime soon. As the cost of everything from food to vacations to your electric bill rises, you may wonder if your retirement plans are still on track. Annex Wealth Management can help. It starts at AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. From there, our in-house planning team will create your wealth metric, a snapshot of where you are and where you're headed. Wealth metric will help you understand the impact inflation may have on your plans. Get started today. Visit AnnexWealth.com. 
Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? We took a call recently on a radio show, and the caller was a couple of years away from retirement. And he asked an interesting question. Basically, it was, so when should I get in and talk with you guys? If I remember correctly, he was like 62, something like that. Right, Mark Beck? Yeah, that was a good call. And I remember my answer there was, you should be starting to build this relationship as soon as you're ready. And what do I mean by ready? When you're ready for advice. And I think that's important. So wherever you are, when you get to that spot where you're thinking about, should I be getting some advice? That is the spot to be starting. Mark Beck is Managing Director of Wealth Management Services, Annex Wealth Management. When I heard that, I thought about where he was on the path and how we'd have a different planning process with him than, say, somebody in their 30s or 40s or maybe somebody in their 70s. And that is custom and comprehensive wealth management and planning, right? It certainly is. Other people would answer that you should start as early as possible. And I think the problem with that answer is some people aren't ready. So when you're younger, maybe you're not thinking about it big picture. You should be starting to save, but maybe you're not ready for advice. So across that spectrum, though, planning can look different. At Annex Wealth Management, we'll meet you where you're at, and it's different for everybody. Mark, let's say somebody engages Annex Wealth Management in their 30s or 40s. What is our process with them? So 30s and 40s, what we're looking for here is starting to establish habits and targets. So it's a little bit harder to talk to somebody that's, you know, 40 years old and say, okay, pin down exactly when you're going to retire and exactly what you need for living expenses, because they're thinking all of these things are going to change so much between now and maybe when I'm 65 years old. But what we can do is back into that and say, here's what you're on track for right now. And if you want the target to look a little bit different, then we need to make some adjustments. So effective use of resources, establish great savings habits, make sure that we're investing well, make sure that you know what you're on track to accomplish over time, and think about big picture goals. That's kind of where you want to be in your 30s and 40s. Okay, next step, somebody's in their 50s. They've been working longer, their kids might be in college. Retirement is looming in the distance, but not so far away. You know, 50s is where we start to think about what's next. What are the things I've been missing or what can I do that's beyond the basics I have been accomplishing? So we might have a little bit more income. We might be moving beyond just max funding 401ks, for example, and start to build some additional investment savings elsewhere. You know, you're probably executing on college strategies at this point and getting people kind of through that and making sure that the family is, you know, successful and financially secure and, and those kinds of things. So now those targets are becoming a little bit more tangible. But again, we're building a little more sophistication into how we're building the nest egg. Then let's get to that caller who was just a couple of years away from retirement. Somebody comes to us at that point in their life. How is it different or what are we working on with them? It starts to feel like it's all coming together at this point. So now we're building sort of the transition plan. Okay, so I'm a couple of years from retirement. Where's my income going to come from? What do I need to do to prepare? What are some of the decision-making points I'm going to need to hit? And how do I get ready for those kinds of things? Are there different sequences of events that I can put together that are going to you know, benefit me, that are going to help move the needle in my favor? And that's everything from which accounts I'm going to count on first, to the tax planning ramifications of that, to preparing for health insurance and where it comes from, and of course, to preparing for things like making good social security decisions. Mark Beck is Managing Director of Wealth Management Services at Annex Wealth Management. We meet our clients where they're at. And I know we work with new clients who are already retired. What happens when that happens? And there's maybe an existing plan from somewhere else or maybe because of poor service or lack of connection, they come to us or maybe not a plan at all. 
you know, oftentimes not a plan at all. We do see that. Uh, you know, it has happened occasionally where someone has been getting some financial planning advice. They're looking for something a little bit deeper or more engaging than sort of the superficial level that maybe they've been experiencing. It, it's easy for us when you've got your current financial plan because all the data, mm. the inputs basically are right there. So that's sort of the raw materials. We can take that and really start to work with it. But moving the needle in terms of doing the math in this type of situation, you're already retired. Are you really thinking about planning ahead for, you know, the tax ramifications of required distributions, you know, the charitable aspect of things like qualified charitable distributions? You know, all of that really becomes, you know, so important in that phase. And if you're already retired, folks, don't think it's too late at all. We want to see you. Oh, absolutely. And even in those retirement years, there are so many really cool things that we help people with that are impactful. And that's beyond just, by the way, managing the investment portfolio. A big part of what we do, steer, manage, and help people towards best outcome, which means help manage your kind of psychology of investing. How do we do that? Build the framework around it well in advance of market volatility. So protect liquidity, for example. Where's the short-term money come from? Build the income buckets. Make sure you stay focused on the growth where the growth needs to be. And therefore, no anxiety around market volatility. My dad came to Annex in his 80s. He had moved back to be near my sister and I, and I felt it was important he have a fiduciary working on his stuff. That isn't uncommon either. No, it's not. And actually, that one, I would say, is becoming more and more common. Oftentimes, by the way, this is clients that you know are in those retirement years, and now they're bringing their parents, and they're saying, hey, can you help? This is a really satisfying area for me in particular to work. A couple of reasons. Number one, because they're working with a fiduciary, we can really help them kind of stay out of harm's way. This is where there is the possibility of making really bad mistakes or being taken advantage of. You don't want that to happen. And number two, the peace of mind that comes with somebody helping them consolidate, clean up, organize, know what's going on, know where things are headed, and therefore being prepared for the transitions that are going to come at some point in our lives. We want to meet you where you're at for investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning. We do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference? Website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button and start the wealth metric process. Mark Beck, Managing Director, Wealth Management Services. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. How will tax increases in the Inflation Reduction Act affect your investment and retirement goals? It's time to reevaluate your plan. The Annex Wealth Management Team has reviewed the new law and is ready to give your plan an independent review. No products to push on you, just serious planning. The in-house Annex Team creates comprehensive plans that play out hundreds of possible scenarios, including sky-high inflation, lifestyle changes, and additional taxes. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning Development, CFP and a CDFA, Certified Divorce Financial Analyst is here. Welcome back. Hi, Danny. We've covered the topic of the gray divorce previously, and I wish we didn't have to, but let's do it again. Mm. We'll start at the top with a definition. Sure. So gray divorce is categorically those over the age of 50 years old. Over 60, they're referred to as silver splitters. While the divorce rate may statistically be going down, this particular demographic is on the rise, with over 25% of divorces being over the age of 50. Financially draining, emotionally harrowing, just uh-huh. plain messy. Did it get better or worse during the pandemic? Well, the pandemic skewed a lot of 
numbers in the economy, and divorce was also one of them. We actually saw the rate of marriages and divorces drop by 12 percent in 2021. But we're going to have to see how the numbers come up now coming out of COVID when the courts are flowing a little bit better and quicker. Sure. You know, we tend to think of retirement as a time of golden years together, but that isn't the case with the great divorce. And one of the reasons couples divorce is retirement. Weird, right? They hit Mm. retirement and find incompatibility, conflict. I know that during our discussion with clients and on our radio shows, we walk people through discussing expectations. You bet, because since older couples have potentially accumulated a more complex estate, the separation of assets does become trickier. This can even make it more difficult for someone on the cusp of retiring. Many times the financial duties are shared in a household couple. One will take care of the bill playing, the other will take care of the investments. And statistically, the women are the ones who don't understand their investments. They feel undereducated when it comes to their finances. And, you know, you add to that the emotional trauma around divorce, the gender gap wage and women's longevity. And this can all become a formula for financial distress. Now, let's face it, A lot of times you're going through it, you just want to get it over with, and that can lead to concessions that are later regretted, such as compounding expense issues, maybe by wanting to keep the family home when they can't financially afford it after divorce, or not even a good understanding of what their investments truly are, or their income stream is even going into the divorce, much less coming out of it. So it's important to understand the process of divorce, yes, but it's really important to have a good understanding of your inflows and outflows, both as a couple and after the divorce is finalized. If you're heading that way, and if it's inevitable, do you wait until the dust is settled or do you bolster up and get a financial plan going into it? Oh, I think you need to understand going into it. That's why a financial planner or certified divorce financial analyst can assist in laying out the financials and showing, again, the expense and income both before and after. The picture after becomes really important. And, you know, again, around the decisions of their biggest expense, which usually is their house, can I keep the house, becomes an important question there. And then what will I do for income after? So including Social Security options. So these are all things that need to be looked at. It's probably a thing for our estate planning team, but and it's all the estate plans oh, would yeah. need to be redone. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. Sure, sure. Beneficiary designations, all of that. Deanne, as a CDFA, a Certified Divorce Financial Analyst, you've walked clients through this quite a bit. What have you learned over the years in regard to at least the, the steps to take? Well, here are some basic steps to sidestep some common divorce issues. First off, yeah, have a copy of all your financial records as soon as you can going into this. And we're talking about bank records, tax returns, pensions, investment statements, pay stubs, any employment agreements or contracts, any awards like options through a company, and have a copy of your debts, loans, mortgages, bills. This can really save a lot of time and money of not having to potentially go through an expensive recovery process. And that's a legal process later when it comes to revealing income, assets, debts, and analyzing them. And you'll have to file all of this in the court anyway. Also, you should have an understanding, I mentioned before, of your Social Security benefits. If you were married for over 10 years and not remarried, you're entitled to half your spouse's benefit or 100% of yours, whatever's higher. And by the way, it does not take anything away from your ex 
doesn't matter if they remarry. This will not impact their benefit. And so it's not a negotiable asset in a divorce negotiation. You want to ensure the continuation of your own income. So if you're being awarded any kind of spousal support, be sure there's a disability insurance policy in place if the payer is still working or life insurance policy, right? So if something happens to them, you'll get continuation of payments, or at least you'll get what's due to you per the marital settlement agreement. It sounds super complex. Who walks with somebody on this? You know, if you come to Annex, we do have myself as a certified divorce financial analyst and CPAs and financial planners who are wealth managers who can sit and do some projections. We can take a look at where you currently are and where you may end up. Deanna, any last thoughts? Yeah. Finally, even if people are going through uh, the divorce themselves, it's called pro se, and they feel they have an amicable enough relationship to do it with a mediator, we always recommend using an attorney or you know, having someone advocate for you. There are so many considerations and having the right team at the time to ensure that you not only financially and emotionally survive the process, but helping you understand you could actually thrive after is so important. We walk through all of it, folks. Investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning as a fee-only fiduciary. Website, AnnexWealth.com. Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, CFP and a CDFA, Certified Divorce Financial Analyst, talking about the gray divorce. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're going to be right back on 92.5 Fox News. Someone asks how you are. Most of the time, it's good. So how's your money, your investments, your retirement plans? Given everything going on, good might not be the answer. It's time for Annex Wealth Management. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Annex will build a plan that addresses your financial, retirement, tax, and estate planning. Annex Wealth Management can change the conversation. We don't want you to answer good. We want you to feel the confidence of saying great. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? This segment is so you can hear the difference. From time to time, we invite clients to share their experience with Annex, and hopefully as you hear them, you're going to notice that every single case is different because our clients' situations are different. It's not one size fits all. Let's welcome John and Valerie. Hey, Valerie. Hello. And hey, John. Hello. Let's get the official stuff out of the way. You are clients of Annex Wealth Management. Yes. Yes. Annex is not providing any type of compensation for your time on this segment. Correct. Does the water count toward the water, it? No. Okay. No, the water is complimentary. <laughs> no, I didn't. And there are no conflicts of interest between you as a client and Annex as a firm. Right. Correct. Now, in your case, John and Valerie, you are still at the daily grind. Still working, but planning for retirement with an eye on retiring somewhat sooner than later. Sooner for you. Sooner for me, yes. I hope to retire in the next couple of years if want to cut the cord and enjoy life afterwards. Great. And then, Valerie, how about you? Um, I think it's going to be a few more years after John. We'll let him get used to retirement. John, you're at a major university working as an administrator. And before that, you had a long career with the American Cancer Society. What was it that stirred within you that made you feel an early retirement was what you wanted to do? My dad uh, died four months after he retired. And when you work your whole life and have nothing to show for it as far as enjoying it, that had a, a major impact on me, that I wanted to work and plan so I could have a life after work. As much as I enjoy my work, I want something more. 
As you get older, you start seeing your vulnerability, and so you start thinking about it more. And at the um, point that I'd been in the workforce for 30 years, at some point you have to plan for the life afterwards. And then I started thinking how my dad got to a point that he never got to enjoy that. I really started zeroing in on just, are we ready for it? Can we be ready for it? So I would say probably in my 50s, I really started to put a lot of thought and process toward how are we going to be ready to do that. How about you, Valerie? You actually were in the finance world before following your heart, and you made a career switch. What was that story? Well, after working about 16 years in the financial services field, I had the opportunity to get into education, which is something that I had thought I wanted to do when I was in college. And I saw how hard my parents worked as educators, and I thought, maybe I don't want to be an educator. And then when I did have the opportunity, when I was a little bit more mature, I made the right decision because I really love teaching. And talk about a lifetime learner. You're pursuing another degree. Uh, That's correct. I'm really close to earning my master's in um, mathematics for secondary teachers. John, it sounds like you did a fair amount of research when selecting a partner for investment and retirement planning. What was your process? When we had our original financial planner, it was very evident that it was transaction-based, that there was a, a value for them to, to sell something to us, and then they perceived it as a benefit for us. When I got to the point that I felt like we weren't in a situation of being part of the team, being part of the discussion, I felt it was time to research it because I know what I don't know, and I don't know financial planning well enough to be confident enough to set ourselves up for it. So I tend to do a lot more of the research in that kind of area. I think my wife would agree. With that said, I researched about three or four different financial planners and locked them very quickly on fiduciary. I had interviews with two of the ones that I think aligned best with us. And real quickly, the amount of time and attention given to me by Annex Wealth Management made it real easy to go with them. What's it like when that moment arrives when it's you kind of know that you could retire? Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I mean, it was a conversation that our financial planner had a number of times with us that I said, I want to retire by 55 and have enough money to enjoy life with it. He went over the numbers and said, you're right on track. And I tell you what, that was very liberating to know that we were set to do what we wanted to do. This stuff can be complex without a team. You went through that portfolio analysis, mm-hmm. the financial plan. Have you ventured into tax and estate planning with Annex? Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, we do our tax planning with Annex. We found that marvelous because just about six months ago, we needed to research some funds for an investment that we want to do on some property, and we needed to understand the impact of our taxes. Well, instead of having two different institutions try to talk and understand each other, we had the tax planner and our financial planner together in the same room that went over the work, understood the impact and what we could do. The great thing about that is it wouldn't affect our taxes and it didn't affect our financial plan either. This is a Hear the Difference segment of conversation with some clients of Annex Wealth Management who are sharing their journey. Valerie, from what I understand, John is going to hang it up a little sooner than you. How is he going to be in retirement? I think that John will be a little bit stir-crazy at first to try to figure out how to fill his days, although he has many activities that he's involved in. So with between running and taking care of some investment property and looking at other investment property, I think he'll fill the days pretty well, although I'm hoping that he'll maybe take some cooking classes and have (laughs) some meals prepped for me when I come home from school. (laughs) Amen. John, how about Valerie when she eventually joins you? How do you guys, how do you see retirement as a couple? Well, one of the biggest things that we talked about for our future is that we've never been able to travel as much as I think we both want to. And so that would be a big part of our, our retirement. In our planning, 
we made sure that there was a significant amount of funds to be able to do that. And so part of our plan is to make sure that um, the money is there to do the things that we wanted to retire and probably take a cooking class. <laughs> In Italy. In um, Italy. Yeah, there Perfect. You go. Yes. John, you recommended Annex to several friends, and yeah. we appreciate that. Yeah. Do you find some of your peers might struggle to make decisions about financial planning? You know, it's so funny because Valerie and I both, in conversations with friends who are all the same age and looking to retirement, you know, we talk about what we're all doing for planning. And we've had some friends, and they're still friends, that have kind of struggled with trying to figure out, are they ready to do it? And in doing so, we just told them, hey, we've got this great partnership with Annex. They've done a great job and suggested them. And in both situations, they've worked with Annex. They're both right on track for their retirement plans. They didn't know that beforehand. And so I think they've had that same kind of liberating feeling to know that, hey, we're where we need to be. Valerie and John, it is a pleasure talking with you on your way to retirement on your terms. Thank you for being clients and best of you in the days and years ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Inflation isn't going away anytime soon. As the cost of everything from food to vacations to your electric bill rises, you may wonder if your retirement plans are still on track. Annex Wealth Management can help. It starts at AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. From there, our in-house planning team will create your wealth metric, a snapshot of where you are and where you're headed. Wealth metric will help you understand the impact inflation may have on your plans. Get started today. Visit AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? Robert Chastain, Branch Director and Wealth Manager at Annex Wealth Management in Naples, is back. Hey, Robert. Hi, Danny. Folks, if you're a regular listener to the show, you might be one of four types. A client of Annex Wealth Management, if that's the case, thank you. Second, working with somebody else, but you're gleaning valuable information from this show, and that's fine. We want you to know the difference, though, with Annex. The third is a do-it-yourselfer, and the fourth is maybe somebody who doesn't work with anybody or do much planning at all. You're just going to figure it out later. The relationship with Annex and our clients is a two-way street, and we're going to ask just as many questions as our clients will. We're going to run through a five-point list of questions when it comes to deciding if working with a financial planner is the correct move for you. We want it to be a good fit with you. You want to be a good fit with us. The first question is, is do you need help with financial planning, or are you just looking for stock tips? <laughs> That's a great one. I don't know anybody who doesn't need help with financial planning. And if you just took the tax planning by itself, that is worth every penny you're going to pay, the tax planning. And you know, when I was in my 20s, I never thought I needed any planning. I'm just going to save as much as I can, work as hard as I can, and then sit on my can. Now that you know, you're a little older and wiser, as your parents used to tell you, boy, I sure wish I would have started planning in my 20s. For sure. The second question is, are you ready to follow advice or do you just want to hear what you want to hear? Well, at Annex Wealth Management, we are going to tell you what you need to hear, probably not what you want to hear all the time. That's our job. We have to be a fiduciary for you, and we're going to look out for every single client's best interests. And sometimes we are going to tell you things you don't want to hear, but you have to hear them. We're with Robert Chastain, Wealth Manager at Annex Wealth Management, Southwest Florida. List of five questions to ask yourself, because working with an advisor is a two-way street. You want it to be a good fit with us. We want it to be a good fit with you. It works best when there's an open line of communication. The third question is, is do you have the discipline to stay the course? I sure hope so. But, you know, Danny, over the last five, ten years, we've had a tremendous market run-up. When you have that, private investors feel like they're really, really smart. 
And now it looks like we're heading into different waters where we're going to have some two-way markets. This year we have a drawdown. There's not as much fear of missing out. And you have to be much more strategic in all of the investments you pick. You know, it does take a lot of discipline not to get caught up in that fear of missing out and making really bad decisions for your net worth. Sure. Discipline to stay the course kind of ties into the question number four, which is, do you have a good understanding of risk? Well, with risk, it's very interesting, right? And a lot of times, married couples don't agree on risk. And then you have to kind of, you know, split it down the middle. Well, the husband wants wide open throttle and the wife would like it at 50%. Then you have to, okay, let's take a certain percentage of the assets and manage it towards the husband's choices and take the rest and manage it towards the wife's. Risk is a tricky thing, but one thing you do find out, as a lot of people have this year, when the market pulls back, you understand risk a whole lot better when it doesn't. the market just isn't going up. That's right. And our final question, and I think this is really where the payoff happens, where is it a good fit for you? Are you a good fit with us? To what extent would access to Annex's knowledge and technology to assess and manage investments improve your financial life versus doing it yourself? These are all really good questions. So I I would throw a question back at a client and ask them, does your net worth deserve full-time attention? Almost every single time, the answer is going to be yes. But these do-it-yourselfers who are working full-time, they're looking at their investments part-time at best. That's when you go, "Mm, it's probably not the best. You know, and they're not doing planning. They're not doing tax planning. They aren't getting all of the technology that we have here at Annex. And and Danny, you know that I'm a newer employee at Annex, and I specifically chose Annex over two other firms because of the technology that's here. By the way, uh, the Chastain House on on Halloween. What will it be giving out? Full size Snicker bars. Oh my gosh. You're a special kind of a house. We don't have that many kids, so the ones we get, we, uh, we like to see their faces light up. For investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Start that wealth metric process. Robert Chastain, Branch Director and Wealth Manager, Annex Wealth Management, Southwest Florida. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Danny. Is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're going to be right back, 92.5 Fox News. Have you been waiting on the sidelines for the right moment, the right headline, or the right insight to get serious about your financial plan? At Annex Wealth Management, we've learned that, unfortunately, there are no sidelines in financial planning. Doing nothing may shield you from immediate pain, but it could delay or deny your long-term retirement goals. As a fee-only fiduciary, our in-house team will work with you to create one comprehensive plan that focuses on you. Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. Time for Ask Annex. Head to our website if you got a question. It's AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask tab. Everybody gets an answer. Some wind up on the radio. Some are named. Others are anonymous. Pretty much how we play the game. Yep. Randy Winkler is joining us, CFP and Wealth Manager. Welcome. Thanks, Danny. Sarah Kyle's back. She's a Wealth Manager at Annex Wealth Management. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Danny. Here we go. Our first one is from Nancy. My employer 401k matches 5% of my contribution. If I want to save 15% of my income, where can the other 10% go? 
Well, Nancy, how much you contribute isn't dictated by the employer match. So you can contribute the maximum amount allowed into your 401k no matter what the match is. But in order to get the match, you might have to put in a minimum of 5%. So if you want to contribute 15%, you should put in 10% and then the company matches 5%. That'll get you to the 15%. Yeah, and I don't like rules of thumb, but there's one that I do generally like to tell people. If when you get a raise, put part of it in your 401k. So let's say you get an annual raise of 3%, up your 401k by one percent. Do that every year. Your cash flow goes up. You don't even realize it. And I've seen people up their 401k contribution to over 20 percent by just doing that on a regular basis. Would there be a reason to get the match and then divert funds elsewhere to maybe like an IRA or a Roth IRA? It could be. You'd have to take a look at your individual situation because maybe you want to fund an HSA because it's a very flexible type of account. So maybe you go over there and then you come back and put it in the 401k or maybe you're trying to get some tax equilibrium and and a Roth IRA makes sense. So it'd be good to take a look at that. There is not a one size fits all for everyone. Question two on Ask Annex is anonymous. I'm 62 and probably four years of retirement with a substantial nest egg. I need about $5,000 for an unexpected expense. My choices are either from my home's equity or my Roth IRA. Any opinion? These are both good options, but I'd ask a couple of questions before picking. If you're taking it from the Roth IRA, has the money been in there for at least five years, the first contribution? Because you don't want to have the penalty associated with that. And I would also say, take a look at where the market is at that time. Like right now, maybe it's not a great time to take it out, but you could probably find something within that 401k based on the size that's not down. The home equity line of credit I like as well, but keep in mind in a rising interest rate environment, that could become more expensive money over time. But I think even some sort of a combination, maybe you do the home equity line of credit now. And when the Roth recovers, take it out of the Roth and pay off the home equity line of credit. Yeah. And a lot of banks and credit unions offer an introductory rate that first year. So they'll lock you in at a a lower rate, you know, maybe do that for the first year. And then if the market recovers by the end of that year, you can pay it off. And he said he's four years away from retirement. So when he gets to retirement, he's going to be in a lower tax bracket in theory. So then he has another bucket he could draw it from an IRA or a 401k. This one's from JC on Ask Annex. I'm the primary breadwinner in our household. Does that limit what can be contributed to my spouse's IRA? Meaning, do those funds necessarily have to come from wages? JC, no. As long as you're working and you file a joint federal income tax return, your non-working spouse can contribute to their own traditional or Roth IRA. And she can contribute as much to that IRA as the wage earner does. It's Ask Annex. Got a question? You head to our website, AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask tab. This one's anonymous. Thanks for the show. This is really a comment, not a question. Please advise everyone to carefully research their, quote, retirement life before pulling the ripcord. I did not and found myself incredibly bored and increasingly depressed and went back to work. Retirement is more than cleaning out your garage and visiting libraries. Randy, this is something you talk about. It's one of the, I think, most disappointing things about my job, and I know a lot of people here, where you do a really good job to get somebody to retirement. They've successfully retired, and then they go into it, and they find it to be unfulfilling. So I like to discuss ahead of time and give clients homework to think about what does that look like. There's something called the pyramid of financial success. There's four levels. The bottom level is money management, and we do that. The next level up is attainment of goals, we do that. Next level up is peace of mind. We strive to help with that. The top level is fulfillment. We don't really have all of the tools for that. That is going to be more of an interactive discussion between Mm -hmm. the husband and wife and what does this look like. But don't think of it as a date and dollar amount. It's going to be a portion of your life that you need to have a plan for, not just financial. 
Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So many people strive for that dollar number. Like when I reach this amount, I can retire. You know, the media doesn't um, promote the emotional side of retirement. Which is a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. You guys are ways away. Have you guys figured out your thing that you would want in retirement? I'm I'm still looking for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, I have an idea, but, you know, nothing set in stone. Yeah, me neither. And so, therefore, keep going. Exactly. <laughs> right? Keep going. That is Ask Annex. Folks, if you got a question for us, you head to our website. We're always open. Everybody gets an answer. There's no pressure at all. Throw in anything. Oh, and by the way, you don't have to be a client for that, right? Again, AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button if we can help. Otherwise, look for the Ask button. Randy Winkler, CFP and a Wealth Manager. Thank you. Sure, Danny. Sarah Kyle, Wealth Manager at Annex Wealth Management. Thank you. You bet. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. More to come. Stick around. We're going to be right back at 92.5 Fox News. Someone asks how you are. Most of the time, it's good. So how's your money, your investments, your retirement plans? Given everything going on, good might not be the answer. It's time for Annex Wealth Management. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Annex will build a plan that addresses your financial, retirement, tax, and estate planning. Annex Wealth Management can change the conversation. We don't want you to answer, good. We want you to feel the confidence of saying, great. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management, joined by Tom Parks, Director of Retirement Plan Services, Annex Wealth Management. Welcome. Danny, good to see you. Hey, have you heard this one? Everyone is short-staffed. Recruiting, retaining great employees a priority. And I hear this all the time. Yeah, I, I don't want to touch a sore spot there, but it is a battle for good employees. And a strong benefits package can help a company get a leg up when it comes to competing offers. Now, decent salary, that's important, but a solid benefits package might tip the balance, especially if some of these younger employees are running it by their parents. And you know, all the dads are like, yes, that's a good benefits package. Yeah, well, and they're Googling it too. When you think of that, you think the health benefits, the HSAs, supplemental life, disability, even flex time. Those are all things that people look at. Obviously, I'm a 401k guy. So when we look at 401k, the one thing that kind of distinguishes 401k retirement plans from the others is if there's a match or there is a company contribution, there's going to be an account with money in it that people can see. So it is a little bit different, but all those things for sure come together to make a, a better offer. Here's one of the issues. What happens when the retirement benefit plan looks good on the surface and then it suffers because of poor execution? You got frustrated employees, that erodes morale, loyalty suffers, and guess what? You're back at square one with a help wanted sign. This is frequently how we end up coming into a relationship. The structure is all there, the infrastructure, if you want to call it for a retirement plan, but it just is being poorly executed or the client is just overwhelmed. They're they're yeah. short-staffed already, so now they got to put this on top of it. So a big part of what we do when we walk into a relationship, our first thing is to say, hey, let us take a look at what you've got. How can we enhance this thing before we go about making any changes to it? Yeah, what's what's right? What's, what's going right? Let's start with the actual enrollment process for new employees. There's the traditional, and then there's a quick enrollment experience. What is the best method for onboarding somebody into enrollment? Yeah, it sort of depends. I think we're, there's a greater trend toward automatic enrollment, which means once you're eligible, you're in unless you choose to do something different. That is technically, to answer your question, that is probably the most effective because it just makes it happen. But when you look at trying to be a little bit more proactive, this again, this is a role that we play with our clients. Is we say, give us the name and phone number of the person will reach out or set up a time to come out to your facility if you have seven or eight people who are eligible at one time. Time, we will sit down with them and enroll them in the plan. There are some quick enrollment guides. There's some that are more 
in-depth way of doing it. it. I guess it depends on the person. You probably saw this. A research firm studied enrollment and found a, quote, downturn and occasional stagnation in the already underwhelming guidance offerings found during online enrollment. Ouch. Well, I think there is an element of the, the companies, the record keepers, have gotten to a point of trying to make it so simple that they have oversimplified it. And it's a one, two, three step process. This happened with my wife in the place she was working at. I helped her enroll, obviously, because of what I do. I wanted to do more things and it was just bing, 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 and she was done. So it's a difficult balance. It really is. I'd be frustrated if I was a new employee. A decline in enrollment, instructions, not enough answers to frequently asked questions, a lack of relevant support for various enrollment tasks. That, that would get at me. Well, I think part of this comes back to there has been such a stress in our industry on you've got to keep your fees low, you know, fiduciary fees and all this stuff to the point where a lot of employers have stripped out the assistance that people need because, you know, they don't want to be seen as having too high a cost associated with their plan. So again, there there is a balance. If someone is not participating in the plan because it was too frustrating for them to get in, what difference does it make if yeah. you have great funds or a great plan or any of that? The people aren't benefiting from it. So this, again, it's always, this is what we, we battle with on a daily basis trying to help people navigate. Only 30% of online platform displayed contact information without having to go to a separate page. What works is when there is guidance through every step of the process with a contact menu, multiple options for assistance, you must see companies that do it well do it that way. Yeah. And this goes back to what are you looking for help with? We are very, as you know, proactive in reaching out. We have lunchroom posters. We have a dedicated participant website that helps people. People can text us, our clients, uh, their employees can send us a text to, to communicate with us. So we try so hard to be there and make people know that we're there and easy to get a hold of. It varies from one when you're looking at record keeping providers. I think that's where a lot of people think of, you know, who has my money? How can I get a hold of them? We try to step in between those and try to help people navigate that stuff because we always know how to get a hold of everyone. Important stuff in the enrollment process, and it needs to do its job this way, the contribution selection, the investment choices, designating a beneficiary. That's the most important stuff, isn't it? It is, absolutely. The, the number one most important thing, all the research says, how much are you going to contribute, right? Because if you're not contributing, again. But then diversification is really important. The beneficiary thing, I'm glad you touched on that very, very important. And we do all those things, generally speaking, in the setup process, because then people are off to a good start. So a company needs some help doing this. How do we work with them? We work as advisors. We come in and whether it's a professional firm, manufacturing, retail, all that, we aim to, to meet people where they are. So take advantage of your advisor is the, the recommendation I have for these people. They're there for a reason. You're paying them for a reason. Make sure that they're making the most of this benefit for your team. For investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference? Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Start a Button. Tom Parks, Director of Retirement Plan Services, Annex Wealth Management. As always, thanks for your time. Thank you, Danny. Inflation isn't going away anytime soon. As the cost of everything from food to vacations to your electric bill rises, you may wonder if your retirement plans are still on track. Annex Wealth Management can help. It starts at AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. From there, our in-house planning team will create your wealth metric, a snapshot of where you are and where you're headed. Wealth metric will help you understand the impact inflation may have on your plans. Get started today. Visit AnnexWealth.com. We are back. Quick reminder, you can head to our website, sign up for the Axiom, which is a free weekly newsletter. That is free to everybody. Don't have to be a client. We're on social 
social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube with a really good YouTube channel with over 1,500 videos that we produce. You can search within those. Maybe you got a question about RMDs or taxes, stuff like that that's just that easy on YouTube. SWAT podcast is fairly new. We put that out on Monday morning. We have a lot of people involved in our investment team. They get down and they talk about the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threats that they're seeing and that they anticipate. And just a reminder, this show is available on demand at the top of the hour on Spotify. This show really is our chance to kind of sing for our supper, I guess, right? It, it Dave, it demonstrates a lot of the way we think, but ultimately we would like to partner with people in order to help. And a lot of people might be listening to the show and they're like, I don't know, it just sounds complicated to right. kind of get this whole thing going. A lot of times I will call it the process. And sometimes I feel bad about that word because it sounds like cumbersome, right? right? It's well, not- you know, I, I'll tell you, Danny, you, there's a lot of people who do listen to the show, uh, not only financial professionals, but others, you know, people that we're trying to help. And I get a lot of anecdotal feedback. But one of the things that I that I do get back is, how do I get started? And, and I, you know, we put a get started button on, but maybe there's a better way. Maybe there's a, a way to interact with someone that, that we're not thinking of. But if this is a process that makes sense, and I liked your word process, go through it because we give everyone who comes through two deliverables or two things, right? And those are a second review of what you own. That's number one. And number two, this path, this plan, this financial plan. And this is the framework. It's obviously an ongoing process. It's the it's the flywheel, yeah. right? And so, yes, this is where we are. Let's take a review. Let's make some adjustments. Let's look at it again. That's the flywheel. I wonder sometimes if people hear that, you know, click the get started button and they picture this door opening and a hose coming out and just, you know, sucking all in their information. Right. And right. really, that's just a way for us to learn more about you. And, and, to, and to start the conversation. Right, right. right. Okay. So Dave Spano reached out and yeah. he is this age group and this is his investable asset range. This is the branch he'd like to meet at. That just begins the process of us beginning to learn about you, you learning about us. Right. And, and once that process starts and, and that makes sense to you and you go, you know what, honey, I think we should get another look at this. Then you can set something up. You know, obviously the calendars are right on the computer. Now, what I like talking to you about, Danny, is you actually went through it. Now, I did. You know, we, uh, you know, we've been doing the show coming up oh. 20 years. You've been doing radio for a lot longer than that. But you know, th- now, now that you've gone through the process, it's really a different perspective. I can tell you, you can you can describe the Grand Canyon, but I think until you stand there and Correct. experience it, really. <laughs> Until my wife and I went through... I just the, think of Chevy Chase. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's another show. Uh, until you go through it, um, you really don't know. And, and so we had shared our statements so everybody knew what our accounts were. And I had gone through that before just to see where the overlap was. But then when we sat down with a wealth manager and... What I really liked about it was is he didn't start on the X's and O's of the financial statements. He really talked about, okay, here's where you're at, Danny. Here's where you're at, Suzanne. Here's where, if you want, this is what you could do. Here's another option. Here's another option. And the software that we have, I've never seen it. Amazing. Talk about know the difference a lot. And really, it. I looked around the room the other day and the amount of talent that we have assembled. You know, people go, well, I got a guy. I got a gal. I have an investment person, right? But there is a difference. And that is what I keep pounding the table about. 
you know, we have PhDs and estate planning lawyers and CPAs and master's degrees, and all of this you get availed to you when you go through this. It's just not one guy, right, with yeah. an investment idea that maybe we should buy a company right now. Well, we talked about the SWAT podcast earlier, and I was talking about our investment team. You and Derek and Mark Beck is on once in a while, Todd Void is on. It's way deeper than that. Right, for sure. And that's the reason why when we talk about know the difference, that's what I, folks, that's what I want you to take away from here is the depth of the team, the talent, the technology, of course, of the team. All of those three things is what you get. And of course, there is a fee that we charge a fee. If you become a client, and that's what people go, what's this going to cost me? Well, we charge a percentage of the assets uh, that we manage, but you get all these ancillary services, and that's what separates us. Even if the fees were the same between us and a brokerage firm, do they provide all of the deep planning, the deep tax plan, the estate planning work? That is the question, and that is the difference. Well, it gets down into value, and we've talked about that, the value of an advisor. What is it that we would bring to the table that you either would spend lots of time on? Time and talent. Time and talent, right? So the value of an advisor is incredibly important. And again, folks, we say this all the time. We figure a vast majority of you are clients, and we thank you for that. And by the way, don't keep us as a secret. Then there's people that are just kind of checking us out to get the information. But you know what? If you're working with somebody else, what do you have to lose to check it out from a second source? Yeah, for sure. And that's why go through the process, hit that get started button. We'll help you through just another second look of what you own already and make sure that you are prepared for what's coming down the pike over the next nine months. Yeah. If we think 2023 is like it's going to be, definitely need some help for investment and retirement planning. Tax planning is estate planning is a fee-only fiduciary. The website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. It's your invitation. Take a couple of minutes. Click that Get Started button. Now is the time. Annex is ready. See you back here next Sunday, noon, Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.